great. You've been loading up on things from Walmart? Yeah, I used my new Capital One Walmart Rewards card. It earns unlimited 5% back on everything I buy from Walmart online. Say what? 5% back. Say what? 5% back. Say what now? 5% back. With what? The Capital One Walmart Rewards card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart online on top of Walmart's everyday low prices. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One N.A. This episode was originally released in January 2019. At the request of the law enforcement agency in charge of the investigation, the episode was updated and is being re-released today. It was 2017 when I first heard the term ambiguous loss. Of course, I may have heard of it earlier, but that was when it hit home for me. At the Missing in Michigan event in Livonia, Michigan, listening to stories from the families of the missing, People who haven't seen their parent or their sibling or their child in years or even decades. But since the person is missing, they are denied the closure of mourning rituals that mark someone's passing. There is no funeral, to visit, no headstone to leave flowers at. If a family decides that their loved one, their parent, child, or spouse must be deceased, after all, so much time has passed, it's not the same experience as a funeral or a burial or the other steps we take to bid farewell to the life and memory of someone who has passed away. Dealing with ambiguous loss means the person shifts back and forth from hope to resignation, from optimism to despair, and these shifts can happen quickly, in a moment, in a day, or even in an afternoon. It's a lonely place to be, and for some families, it's where they reside. Today's case, The Disappearance of Justin Holt from West Michigan, is a story of ambiguous loss. We have parents and siblings and children left wondering and waiting and hoping for answers, hoping for that shift, for the ability to bury him, to have a headstone to visit, a memory to honor. They would like to know who took him away and why, and if that person or persons will be held accountable for their actions. Today's story takes us to West Michigan, to a community just outside of Muskegon, Cedar Creek Township. It's January 2018, and as cold, gray, and unforgiving as a Michigan winter can be. Today we are discussing the disappearance of 35-year-old Justin Holt. Cedar Creek is a rural community located about 15 miles northeast of Muskegon, on the southeast edge of the Huron-Manistee National Forest. There is no shortage of lakes, woods, and wilderness to explore, and Justin's home, the house he once shared with his wife and children, was steps away from Clear Lake. Ever since he was a child, Justin was his own person, marching to the beat of his own drum. When he started high school, he chafed under the restrictions and limitations placed on him. The four years of school before getting started on your life and career that wasn't a good fit for Justin. He decided to drop out, get his business going, and work on his GED. He managed to both launch a successful small business and complete his GED within a couple of years. He was still a teenager when he created his first company. He opened an online store selling bait. Not just fishing bait, but food for exotic pets. If you had a snake, lizard, or other reptile, Justin was finding innovative ways to prepare, package, and ship fresh food to you for your critters. 
And Justin didn't stop at the bait business. He was an inventor, creating a new fuel source to power generators to keep your home running if the grid was down. His mind was creative, agile, and always busy coming up with ideas. In addition to the bait business and his inventions, Justin was breeding exotic animals, lizards, snakes, and alligators, and selling them to responsible owners. All the while, he put money aside, planning for the future, a future he thought he would share with his wife, Jana Lee. When Justin and Jana Lee married, she was his everything. He tattooed her name on his forearm and had their wedding vows tattooed on his shoulder. The young couple wanted a big family, and within a few years, they had five beautiful children. Justin's life wasn't perfect, but I think he'd tell you it was pretty damn good. Justin's bait business was doing very well, and Jana Lee had a job at the local hospital. Between the two of them, they provided a good life for the kids, a stable, happy life. Justin talked about buying some horses to keep on a piece of property he'd purchased in his 20s. Kids love horses, and he wanted his kids to be happy and to have a nice childhood. If you met Justin, he made an impression. At six foot two with blue eyes, blonde hair, glasses, and a goatee, Justin cut an imposing figure. He'd studied karate as a child, earning his black belt. So not only was he a big guy, he knew how to handle himself. He was also a hunter and a fisherman. He knew how to handle guns, and he was comfortable spending time outdoors during all kinds of weather. As Justin got older, he kept the goatee and the glasses and added a stylish hat, often a fedora, to his wardrobe. Now in his 30s, his close-cropped blonde hair was thinning, and he wore the hat, something stylish, never a baseball cap, to hide his scalp. Unfortunately, his marriage to Jana Lee wasn't going well. In 2016, things took a turn. He and Janalee fought. Then they separated. She'd met someone new and talked about a divorce, about taking their five children, Justin's pride and joy, and moving them out of state so she could start over with her new man. Eventually, Janalee did file for divorce, and she asked for full custody of their children. She wanted to move south with the new man in her life. This man, we'll call him Jim Landers, was originally from Louisiana, and that's where he wanted Janalee and her kids to move with him because Lander's job and his career were in Louisiana, more than a thousand miles from Cedar Creek. Understandably, Justin protested. He wasn't happy about the divorce, but he put his foot down when it came to his kids moving across the country with mom's new boyfriend, someone he didn't know, didn't like, and certainly didn't trust around his children. The divorce was contentious and drawn out. Jana Lee pushed for more money. She pushed for the house, for full custody of the kids, and Justin pushed back. He'd moved out of the family home during the divorce, wanting the kids to have as much stability as possible. The divorce became ugly, as some divorces do. There were nasty messages sent, threatening posts on social media and Justin reported one of these posts to the local authorities because he felt it crossed the line from trash-talking to making a threat against his person. Police took a report on the incident, but didn't feel it was a serious threat because Landers lived so far away. When Jana Lee received her divorce, and it was time for her to move out of the home she'd once shared with Justin and their children, it was left a total wreck with ripped carpets, mysterious stains, the bathroom and the kitchen were filthy. 
Justin hated knowing that his kids lived like that in what was once a nice family home. On the day that Justin was allowed back to the house, he entered accompanied by local police. He walked through and they documented damage to the home, torn carpet, damaged fixtures. Justin made changing the locks on the house a priority. With his kids gone and his marriage over, Justin got to work. He was disappointed and frustrated. Life had not gone the way that he'd hoped, but it was not in his nature to wallow. He cleaned up the house, he renewed the effort he'd placed in his business and decided it was time to regroup and rebuild. On New Year's Eve 2017, Justin celebrated with his brother, smiling, happy, looking to the future. He decided that 2018 would be his year. He would get his business back on track because it had suffered under the strain of the divorce. He wanted to get custody of his children. He didn't want them so far away. He needed to see them. Justin was confident that he could parent the kids, aged toddler to teen, just as well as his former wife, Jana Lee, could. He and his brother made big plans for February, when Justin's youngest brother would celebrate his 21st birthday. They talked excitedly about how they would celebrate a bunch of guys having a night out on the town. On January 3, 2018, Justin visited one of his brothers, leaving his home near Bain and Maple Island Road in Twin Lake Township. When he left his brother's house, Justin was dressed in jeans and a yellow t-shirt. Justin had his glasses, keys, cigarettes, wallet, and phone with him when he left. When no one heard from Justin in two days, his house was checked and his family found a concerning scene. Justin's glasses, keys, shoes, coat, and cigarettes were still in the house, and his car was still parked out front. But there is no sign of Justin. A search party is organized, and in preparation for people coming into the house to search, the driveway is cleared of snow. When the plows do their work, blood is found in the driveway. Police are notified and arrive on scene. What was supposed to be a search party has turned into something more sinister. In the months following Justin's disappearance, multiple searches are performed, including grid searches of the area, using dogs to track his scent, and sending divers into the lake to look for any evidence, including human remains. When the lab comes back with results from the blood in the driveway, it is confirmed the blood belongs to Justin Holt. So for the next several months, leads are run down, tips are chased, and alibis are confirmed. Police look at Jim Landers, Janalee's new man, the one who allegedly made a threat against Justin on social media, but Landers was a thousand miles away in Louisiana on January 3rd, making it unlikely that he was hands-on in Justin's disappearance. Detectives at the Muskegon County Sheriff's Department are still following up leads as they come in, but at this point there is no new information in the case. Justin Holt is still missing. His phone was never found his credit cards never used, and his children never contacted. Someone has information about this case, about Justin's disappearance, but until they are willing to speak up, until they are ready to do the right thing, the disappearance of Justin Holt weighs heavily on his family and those that knew and loved him. The people that know Justin, his stepfather, mother, and brothers, they don't believe Justin would walk away from his life. They feel that the bloodstains in the driveway and the fact that Justin's coat, keys, and cigarettes were left behind confirm their theory that Justin met with foul play. One of his brothers theorized that Justin saw someone outside, perhaps messing with his car, 
and when Justin stepped out of the house to see what was going on, he was struck, leading to blood in the driveway. Then a person or persons took Justin away, and he hasn't been seen or heard from since. This scenario also explains why his car keys, shoes, and cigarettes were left in the house. Justin didn't intend to go anywhere, but a person or persons intervened, and Justin remains missing. In researching this case, I connected with the Muskegon County Sheriff's Department to see if they had information on the investigation, and what I learned is that detectives ran down every lead, looked at bank accounts, cell phone records. They had police in New Orleans, Louisiana, confirm alibis and question witnesses. The Sheriff's Department is now hoping that someone will step forward with information. And if you have information in this case, you can call the Muskegon County Sheriff Detective Bureau at 231-724-7126. Or, if you prefer to remain anonymous, contact Silent Observer at 231-72-CRIME. That's 231-72-CRIME. I'm Nina Instead, the writer, producer, and voice behind Already Gone. Already Gone will return with a full episode on Monday, April 15th, 2019. Until then, I appreciate you listening, and please, be safe. loading up on things from Walmart? Yeah, I used my new Capital One Walmart Rewards card. It earns unlimited 5% back on everything I buy from Walmart online. Say what? 5% back. Say what? 5% back. Say what now? 5% 5 back. With what? The Capital One Walmart Rewards card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart online on top of Walmart's everyday low prices. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One N.A.